0: This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen.
1: Well, Regina, thank you for for saying yes and for for sharing your your experience. Uh, To get us started today, can you give us a, a quick introduction of who you are and what you do?
0: Sure. Thanks, Sarah. Um, So I am one of the careers advisors at the University of Aberdeen in the Careers and Employability Service. Um, And I look um, primarily after the Business School and the School of Engineering, of course, which I guess is why I'm here. So what that means is that... um, If students want to have an individual discussion with me, um, so if they want to book in for a a half hour appointment, they would usually uh, do that with me. I also do usually talks to the school, to different year groups on different topics, things like that, and produce materials, particularly last year. So everything had to be online. So um, so students might, you know, might have encountered the sort of introductions we did uh, on my Aberdeen. Um, So that's the stuff I do with the school. Um, In addition to that, I also coordinate our STAR Award that stands for Students Taking Active Roles. So that's quite a big um, co-curricular award we have at the university. And of course, I contribute to lots of other things we do in the career service. So we have an Aberdeen Employability Boost Award, which is running again just at the moment. So you know, running sessions for that on quite basic stuff, basic like you know, writing covering letters, things like that, which uh, which all students really need. So that's kind of in a nutshell my job.
1: It sounds like you cover a huge, a huge sort of. Um wonderful opportunity to cover everything and I think that that's always one of the things I get most excited about chatting to people from the university because there is a bit of everything and I think most team members love to do lots of different things and 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 share that and it's it's a very collaborative approach but even down to the nuts and bolts as you say those covering letters those can sometimes be the biggest barrier I think to getting started when you're when you're looking for that job is that idea that that first piece of paper that someone's going to see so it's great that you guys can help students get it right and and share your knowledge and uh, i also think there's probably it's they were very clever when they gave you the business school and school of engineering because it does give you that that feat in so many with with aberdeen having such a rich energy um and, and engineering industry on our doorstep and all those businesses it uh there must be lots of cross fertilization between between the different schools
0: definitely yeah i mean probably to some extent, actually, even in terms of what the students want to do, um, maybe come on to that. Um, not every engineer wants to necessarily be an engineer, and then sometimes they go more for the sort of business options, so it's sometimes quite handy for that, I must say. Um, but, yeah, in terms of liaising with the employers who are, um, you know, who have opportunities for students and graduates. Obviously, you know, in Aberdeen, um, we do have a lot of energy, and it's not necessarily just engineering <laughs> they're offering. Um, it's it's quite a wide range of roles. So yeah, it's 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 really good to have uh, to have that sort of broad base
1: um yeah it, it's great as well that you're able to support the students really pulling out those transferable skills and even if you don't want to go on and be a practicing engineer that ability to problem solve and teamwork and collaboration and to be able to to sell yourself in to, to industry and those opportunities for the future i think it always it always strikes me that engineers are at a great advantage for the future because they are you know they're, they're the kind of people we need to be to be solving the problems and whether you're in an accountancy firm and they've they've applied that that those skills into something different. It's always, um, it's always really exciting. What do, you, what do you enjoy most about supporting the students in their move into a career in engineering?
0: Um, quite a lot of things I would say. I, I really do like working with engineering students. They're great fun. Um, so most of them, of course, are quite focused on finding opportunities in their field. Though, as we discussed, you know, some, some are looking at other stuff, maybe finance, and that's quite good fun as well. Um, I think it's the sort of interplay between technical skills and other things you know as you just mentioned um, so you know advising people who are really top notch on their te- on the technical side is interesting It's then teasing out the other stuff. So what else do employers actually look for? And really working with students to let them discover and explore, you know, what skills they have to offer in addition to their technical knowledge and how to articulate that. And that's really important as well. So I think exploring with students what they've been doing, what they've been involved in, and that could be part time jobs or maybe they're involved in clubs and societies and other stuff. And You know, those things are really, really of interest to employers. You know, even students really underestimate that massively. You know, if you've been working in McDonald's, you gain a lot of skills. And working with students, teasing that out and how you can actually then apply that to employers, how you can talk about that. And just really, you know, helping students to build confidence um, in in those things and, and how that how that works and why employers are interested in that. So so that interplay between technical and, and transferable skills, I think I find that really interesting.
1: Yeah, because everybody is different, and and that idea of almost showing, you know, showing a mirror to somebody and saying, as you said, every single thing that you've done is a value, and it's how you share that with your future employer to find the right fit. Because the things that you've loved doing at university show who you are and what you love doing. And if you can find an employer who's got that similar interest, then you really get that match that that makes things, you know, that's when people spend a long time like like you and I working with our employers and that that long length of service, because you can really grow within an organization when you find the right fit. So it's great that you're able to help them understand themselves and then look at those organizations who can who can help them have that 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 fit. During my time at the university I I still remember that there was not that many female students in the school of engineering I, I think I I think I might be wrong but I think there was two um, and I remember thinking gosh you you've you've that that's a that's a different I was doing psychology at the time and I think you know at the was probably the other way around in my course. It was lots and lots and lots of females. Um, but it's a very different situation now. Over the past few years, have you noticed an increase in female students who are interested into into moving into that that school of engineering, those career opportunities? I
0: think so. I think so. So it's it's kind of, it's slightly hard to say, I have to say. So I mean, in terms of who I see, I had a little look actually earlier, um, you know, who I'd seen over the last year and is still predominantly male for sure. Um, you know, we, we do want to change that definitely. Um, it's definitely a heck of a lot more than two, uh, which is uh, which is great. I think to some extent, it's Maybe a little bit, so so the things that made me think it's maybe slightly skewed to some extent is that um, we certainly find that sometimes um, women engage a little bit better with the careers and employability service. Um, so, you know, seeking out help and, and taking all sorts of advice sometimes comes a little bit more easily to women for some reason. I'm not quite sure why that is. Um, so I maybe see uh, a few more girls. Um, the other factor... And that's certainly not skewing, that's just how it is, is that obviously, particularly in our postgrad courses, we have quite a lot of international students. And in other countries, it seems to be very clear to me that that split male-female is very different. So there are a lot of women, say from Nigeria, for example. Who, uh, who come and speak to us and who study with us uh, I think yeah there might still be a few more men but actually that is I think the the split is very different there so in the UK maybe actually need to look a little bit to some other countries and see see what goes on there and and how are women supported into these degrees and and those professions and you know maybe, learn from countries that uh, you know normally you would say that's a developing country but uh, but obviously they're they getting some things right that maybe we aren't getting quite so right
1: that that with the university having such strong links globally and and utilizing those those resources the, the university is in a great great position I guess to to look at that as well but I think we also as you say we, we need to maybe do a broader uh, review of that and going right down to sort of primary schools and secondary schools and seeing because while mm-hmm. we're we're doing a huge amount in in, in Scotland Scotland to promote women in stem it's it's a journey it's a process and we we we've all got to to work together to create that that space where people feel welcome and that they can appreciate the opportunities that they're going to bring to that area and i think it goes the other way when we we look at uh, other other degrees and other pr- um, professions where men don't feel the same opportunities as as, as women do. So it, it's, it's not just engineering, but I love the idea of us actually just taking a minute and looking to see outside of of the uk where where people have done a great job and and the best things are the best things are stolen outright so we should be we should be thinking about going abroad and saying what are they doing and how can we do that that too in scotland and yeah. the university is so well connected with all the primary schools and the activities that you're doing right from the start so it's great that we're able to we could be, be very reactive and proactive to make that that opportunity uh really really engaging and really happen it's um it's exciting, but it's a slow process, isn't it? Do you I always think yeah. as well that this trends? I remember being asked to comment on why the number of female um, applicants to engineering had dropped. And it was around the time of, of you know, crisis within the energy sector and there was people you know making career choices at a time when engineering was was going through a tough time and i was like what why, why are we surprised we are influenced by what's going on around us so we want to to provide that great um, but it, it did it, it caused a dip that year but it, it recovers and these things you know this it makes a big difference i think just constantly promoting and things like this this podcast hopefully there's there's lots of women out there who think oh actually i'd really like to um, to give engineering engineering a go and, and all these opportunities for careers it's it's really exciting yep. for those students who are looking to start their careers in engineering what we've we've talked about different key skills already today but what do you think those really important key skills are to help them on their journey
0: yeah so i mean as i mentioned earlier you know engineering students are often really really focused on their technical skills and and rightly so you know i mean they are super important in employers really look for students and graduates who are passionate about what they do, you know, and, and really that is their life and that is, that's how they see themselves. You know, they're, they're not just studying engineering, they are engineers and, and that's, that's where they want to be and that's great. Um, I think particularly when students want to target the sort of larger employers specifically, um, being technically excellent is almost taken as read. You know, of course, they will check for that, but, um, but that's not necessarily what's going to make you stand out. So um, last November there was a survey conducted by the Institute of Student Employers, they're called, so it's kind of a uh, an association of mostly very large uh, graduate employers. And they asked, so it wasn't necessarily focused on engineering, but they asked, you know, what sort of skills are particularly important to you at the moment, they asked their employers. And unsurprisingly, you know, some stuff came up like remote working, di- digital skills, so... Not a problem for engineers obviously and then also things that we talked about teamwork leadership problem solving again you know if you're studying engineering you get a lot of that but the one that came out top was resilience Uh, that was a really interesting thing Uh, and then Likewise, you know, just a little bit further down, you had things like emotional intelligence and self-awareness also came quite high. And then there were things like commercial awareness, interpersonal skills, negotiation. So there's a real emphasis, I think, or much more of an emphasis now uh, on understanding yourself well, knowing what you have to offer also where your limits are. So resilience doesn't necessarily mean to employers you always have to power through. It's also being able to ask for help and not everyone's good at that. Um, but also they're looking for people who want to understand others well and kind of look after other people and develop their skills, work well with clients and so on. So, so it's the people skills, not just the technical ones. So obviously, you know, as I said, you need to be good technically, but but it, it is other things as well. And you know, being able to look after yourself and other people, and and managing that that process, so I think that's that's maybe become more important in that sort of working from home environment.
1: Yes, because everything is, has changed. Nothing for a while there, nothing was the same, and and everyone was was being pushed to their limits. So those ideas of resilience and and a focus on on health and well being, I think those are things that we really, I don't think we should lose that that learning in the last um the last period of time we should we should take that forward but resilience I also think sometimes it's very difficult for someone being resilient to acknowledge that they are being resilient so being supported by college you know other students other university professionals who can say what you've just done is an example of resilience you know your 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 um your essay was deleted or your research didn't work or you had to go back that's resilience make sure you remember that story when someone asks you in a job interview or an opportunity when were you because you, you all the way through your your time studying or your and even your time at school we've we've been resilient all the time we just need to remember and then get really good at telling that story and that's and right. sharing that experience because that's the bit that's the human side and 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 being able to show what went wrong but what we learned from it that they they I think they are, they're the gold nuggets that make people want to just Know more about you and for want you to be part of the team and join their organization and apply that. God, that you went all, Regina, all that stuff went wrong, but look how well she's she's coped. We should, she's she'd be a great person to to have on the team for when the next problem because these problems are we're facing all the time. And engineers, they're great problem solvers, but being able to to tell everyone how great they've they've done as well, it's it's not naturally in our nature, but practicing about it, um, is is, yeah. is always great
0: i think you're right sorry Um, that's uh, that's exactly it you know that basically over this last year there is not a student out there whether school or university who hasn't developed resilience you know whether whether you found it hard or not you know you don't have to have found it all dreadfully easy that's not what it's about it's actually particularly when it wasn't so easy and you worked through it and you found help or you know you sort of explored your limits a little bit that that's resilience and that is what employers are looking for so absolutely you know it's that's that's why it's important you know when when things change that you can work within that but you know it doesn't have to be easy
1: no and, and- having the career service to support that for students who are maybe feeling I, I i know what i want to say i just don't know how to say it or i'm not sure that this is the best story to tell having that bounce back from someone else who's 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 able to support i i am um, i think it's i think it's great that the university has this service within and especially that that targeted and get to know it's um it's it's really good because it's difficult it's difficult to reflect but they you're right in the last all our students all our school pupils they've all been um they've all been heroes i think to to survive and the resilience and uh, the, the theme for this year's Women in Engineering Day is engineering heroes and uh, what or who sorry not what gosh who is your ask uh, what is your engineering hero I think you're going to tell me the fourth road bridge but no, <laughs> who is your engineering hero
0: okay so I, I hope you'll allow me to <laughs> <So, laughs> okay so um so obviously obviously there's lots of people who come to mind, but there's there's two women in particular um, that really stand out to me at the moment. I think just, you know, these things change. But uh, one is sort of turn of the century, 19th to 20th. She's called Laura Annie Wilson. And... Um, she seems to have been an amazing woman. So she came from a really humble background. She was working from the age of 10 as a weaver. Um, and uh, I'm I'm kind of working class background myself, so that really appeals to me. But she actually, she, when she married, um, her husband and she, they they ran an engineering works together. And she also later on built what would be considered social housing today. So she was really politically active. One of the co-founders of the Women's Engineering Society, which is pretty cool, and uh, also um, fighting for women's suffrage, got herself um, uh, arrested quite a few times, so she just seems to be uh, quite a character, which uh, appeals to me. Um, and then the other one uh, is quite a young woman, still, not even 40. Uh, she's called Ywande Akinola, MBE, um, and I really love her work because it, so she works in she, she's a civil engineer, but she's she works on things to do with sustainability, clean water and so on. And, and just she has a real emphasis on creating a better world. And to me, that's kind of what engineering should be about, you know, to to deal with the big issues of the day. Um, but she also works really hard to inspire a new generation of engineers. So through her work in schools and she does quite a lot of media work and just she sounds like a real force of nature. And I'd absolutely love to meet her. She sounds really great. The university should, because you you guys have had some
1: amazing people take part in different events over the last um, last many many years, actually in person and, and even digital. And I think she should definitely be. I don't think you're going to have much chance of having the first lady. I think she's. I don't <laughs> think she's coming to an event anytime soon. <laughs> um, but I think definitely having having the opportunity to put to to put your hand on our on our wish list it sounds amazing. Both of these women, you can tell you you can pick almost where an engineer sits in a period of history based on the work that they did because engineers they solve the problems of the day so you know the the, the, the first hero that you mentioned that idea of social housing and working with her husband because that's really in those days that was the only way that women could could have an impact is they if they did it with a partner because it it wasn't the kind of it wasn't the same inclusive environment that we that we have today so it's um you can you can almost pinpoint I think at periods in history when women are doing things with their partners where they sat in that in that strategic timeline of of events but if you look at you know clean water issues as you say social change really being a a, a, i love that phrase force of nature when it's applied to people who are who just feel it's like they're possessed that they're on this planet for a reason and engineering is a tool but it's also it's it's like i love seeing an engineer do something because the way that they do it it's like it is like there's just it's it's like watching a, a genius pianist just, you know, at four years old just being able to play the piano. It's like they have that ability to to do it. And we see it with children at play and it's 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 harnessing that and, and making people realise what their what their destiny is. But yeah, definitely let, as I say, pop pop on your on your wish list for the university. <laughs> because if anyone's gonna if anyone's gonna get them, this university. You guys have had some some great speakers, but um I can imagine the two of you having great dialogue with thinking about the, the opportunities and, uh, it's, it's, that's, that's how we're inspiring people these days, isn't it? By there's a lovely phrase I heard recently, you've got to see it to be it. And so giving young, especially young girls, the opportunity to meet inspiring people, um, and, and yeah. podcasts is being able to hear, but this idea of, of seeing a video or, or a face-to-face event, it, um, it makes, it makes all the difference, but these, both of these ladies have definitely inspired you to, to, uh, share that to what we're looking for. The, A lot of what we've covered today has been um, brilliant advice. What, Just as we close, what do you think the most important advice you would have for anyone moving into a career in engineering?
0: I thought about this quite a bit, but um, I would say, particularly at the moment, um, if you can't quite find what you're looking for, try to find out alternatives or go a slightly different route so what I mean by this is two things I'm asked about quite a lot at the moment is a work experience so students who still may have a bit of studying to do um obviously the last year hasn't gone the way that well most any of us wanted uh, and and it was you know it was tough and for a lot of engineering students, they're very focused on, you know, I need to get some relevant work experience, but that's been so hard. And in some areas, there's just been hardly anything or, or really nothing. Um, but just to say, you know, if that is the case, if that's the situation you're in, um, that's fine because everyone was in the same boat and employers know that, you know, so so they couldn't offer it. So they can't really expect too much uh, in return for that as well. So, you know, do some other interesting things or, as we said, you know, think about the stuff that you have been doing um, and what skills that has given you. And if you talk well about that, that's great. And then the other one that I get talk, um, asked about quite a lot of the time is you know, thinking about sort of current issues. Uh, a lot of students are interested in renewables. And there is a massive shift in industry um, towards renewable solutions. But the jobs, particularly sort of graduate level, it's not always that obvious. It doesn't, it's not always badged like that. So I would say, you know, maybe have a look behind the companies, find a company that you think is doing some interesting stuff in that direction, or just you know, find a job that you think. It's going to give you opportunities for development, to give you experience, you know, to improve yourself in some way, to improve your contacts even. And then after a while, well, you don't know where it's going to lead you. It might actually, you know, your company might develop and you might have some really cool opportunities there. Or after a while, you can say, you know what, it's not far enough for me, but then you can change with all that experience behind you. So to sum it up, I would say be flexible and don't panic okay because you're going to get there there's always something you can do and um you know if you have those basic skills and if you could talk about that you're going to be fine
1: oh i love that idea of being being kind to yourself and not putting yourself under too much pressure and looking back at what you haven't done in the last 18 months i think is we should all take that advice i think that's that's brilliant advice for all of us regina because it's 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 just relaxing and accepting what what's happened but that idea of, of appreciating what we have done is is great and there's so many organizations who if you were saying about that right fit if the students can can do that i love the idea of them doing their research their cyber their cyber skills coming into into play and finding a company who's doing something absolutely brilliant and then because you can we forget just contact companies just Put yourself out there. The, what's the worst that can happen? They say we don't have anything right now. We'll keep your details on file. But it's that idea of 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 going and getting what you want and 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 and, uh, and putting yourself out there. I think is I love that idea of because you, you, you're right. You don't know where you're going to end up, but at the same time, the journey's so brilliant. That's the bit I think as well. Sometimes we're focused on what to do next and not appreciate that this is all this is all great. Great experience, and it's it's all brilliant. But thank you so much for chatting with me today. I look forward to to meeting more of your colleagues at the university, and and particularly um, discussing more around around engineering and and women and just all the exciting things i'm off to google more about your your two your two heroes to learn more um i think i i think they might i think you might have just passed that passed that bug on to me um but uh, thank you so much and and uh, it's been lovely chatting to you likewise thank you
0: sarah this podcast is brought to you by the university of aberdeen